edition of the Mindset Game Podcast, and I'm your host, James Roberts. Before we get started with this week's show, first off, let me take this opportunity to welcome back the regular listeners, and if this is your first time listening to the show, I hope you enjoy this episode and decide to subscribe to the show. I've got a special guest today, a little bit different from the usual. I've got Josh Elledge from Saving Angel. So, hello, Josh. How are you? Hey, how are you? Uh, if you could tell the guys a little bit more about yourself and obviously that your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, the company that I started nine and a half years ago is actually Savings Angel. So lots of savings, one angel. And um, I designed it completely out of need. And just so you know, what it does is Savings Angel helps our members cut their grocery bill in half. Now, um, I know you have a very global audience. Um, and so unfortunately, this company, in terms of the very specific savings information, um, works very well in the United States. What I teach broadly, of course, is global. Um, but what our focus is, is to help consumers cut their grocery bill in half. And we do that by databasing everything that grocery stores are doing. And then we have a huge database of manufacturer coupons. And so through our technological wizardry and a a pretty good-sized staff, we're able to give our members uh, all the information they need so that they can get Cheerios for 50 cents a box. Uh, And they're able to get that by combining those uh, really high value store coupons uh, and manufacturer coupons and sales at the same time. And so when you do that, that's then how you get the biggest savings. Now, normally it takes a lot of work to figure all that out. And so that's why, you know, we have these extreme couponers. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but I mean, it's a part-time job. And so what we do is we take care of the part-time job and our members are able to get all of the benefit. Okay. It's, well, it's probably something... We've got similar over in the UK, obviously, but then it would be, it's the supermarkets that are sending out uh, to their members, obviously, I won't name drop the, the companies, but they'll, you're a part of a scheme and they'll send you out vouchers from time to time mm-hmm. based on what offers they've got. So it's, your website is a little bit similar to that than I take it. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit more details because we tell you exactly what to buy. One thing that uh, that retailers are not going to do is they are not going to show you side by side all of their sale prices uh, compared to the competitors. We do that. So you can see very clearly, here's store A, here's all their sales, plus manufacturer coupons, here's the final price. And then we you're able to look side by side and look at all of the other stores and see what their lowest theoretical prices. So scientifically, we're showing you by going to multiple stores how to get the lowest price on everything. No store is going to tell you that on their own. Mm, that's fair enough. I think I think I think we might be a little bit ahead of you in that sense because obviously uh, they've got a lot of price comparison sites now in the UK, mm-hmm. but they haven't. They're kind of trying not undercutting each other, but they're trying to um, get you into the store. So they've got uh, one of the stores, for example, they will give you the difference back if it happens to be cheaper at another store. So they'll sure. give you the difference back. So that's the way oh, it yeah. works over here. Oh, yeah. So that a lot of the stores will do price matching. Price matching is pretty common. Um, and, of course, um, 
you know, what, what we try to shoot for is, you know, and I would imagine this is the same there, is that, you know, many stores will have what are known as loss leaders, where they'll have, you know, these outrageous sales on a handful of products. So what we teach is when you get those really, truly amazing deals, you really should buy as much of that as you can use so that you never have to pay full price for anything. And so every week, you're just only buying the absolute best deals. Um I want to make sure that people get, and if there's nothing else, if you remember someone who's listening to us, uh, if there's nothing else you remember, remember this. And this, if you're shopping for what you need, you're, you are spending the most amount of money possible. I mean, it's the most expensive way to shop. When you have a list of things, oh, we're out of this, we're out of that, so you have to run to the store and buy that stuff, you have no negotiating power. So what i really rather you do is when you get those really great deals, stock up on those things, and then when you need something, you just go to the pantry, and boom, it's there. And so it takes a few weeks, maybe a couple of months, to, to truly build up a nice supply at home. But once you have that, you are in such an amazing place. I mean, you could take a $900 a month grocery budget down to $400 or less. I mean, there was a period where I was feeding my family for about $200 a month. And that's outrageous. I mean, that's about 25% of what the average American family spends. And I suspect it's, uh, from what I've seen, uh, it's even, it even costs more in, in most parts of the world. That's, that's amazing, nice. And then obviously it's 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 kind of shifting the mindset obviously from going from buying it when you need it as opposed to stocking up. It's kind of it's changing what what you've been I won't say brought up to do, but obviously yeah. what what the companies want you to do. They want you to shop as most most frequently as possible. Well, sure. And we also have, I think what you just mentioned was, you know, don't buy anything unless you absolutely positively need it. And that's really good advice for most things. Um, You know, don't don't buy something you don't need to. Well, here's the thing. You can't stop eating. You have to keep eating. <laughs> we haven't figured that. Science hasn't figured that out just yet. Um, So you need to eat. Uh, Certainly, if you have a family, you need to feed them as well. So you you know that you are absolutely going to go through food today and you're going to need food tomorrow and you're going to need it next week and the next month and for the rest of the year. So you are going to need that stuff. And so what I'm suggesting is that rather than paying $800 in four months from now, I'd rather you pay $400 four months from now or whatever. And and you do that by making sure that you are pre-buying your products at bargain prices. It's like what any smart business owner would do. If they have an opportunity through a supplier to get their uh, their uh, materials for 50% off, if you built houses for a living and you said, and the lumber, you, well, we're going to sell you our two-by-fours for 50% off, but only if you come in this week and buy them. Now, any smart business owner would come in and they would buy as much as they could afford because they want to pass along the savings to their customers or they want to increase their profit margin. So similarly, uh, as you know, as a household, we want to do that for ourselves as well. And and again, you know, as an athlete, you know how important it is to eat 
well. And so what this ends up doing is let's say that you only end up having, you know, $500 or so to, uh, to take care of all the groceries that you need. And so oftentimes what that means, particularly in the U.S., you end up buying a lot of stuff that's cheaper, it's processed, it's probably not as good for you. And so from a health perspective, this makes such great sense. If you're an athlete, this makes a lot of sense because you probably eat a lot more food and you're probably picky about the foods that you eat. Well, I want to make sure that you take your savings and you reinvest it in the produce section or in buying higher quality, minimally processed foods. Uh, I actually used to weigh a lot more than what I weigh right now. And uh, I followed what I called the coupon diet. And uh, I just simply started being very mindful about what I bought. And I identified the foods that I thought would be very good for me, for my health, so that I could lose weight. And I was very conscious about finding those coupons and using Savings Angel to do that work for me. Um, and as a result, you know, I was able to take my savings, reinvest it, bought a, ate a lot of produce, a lot of vegetables. <laughs> and uh, you know what? It was uh, it ended up being a perfect formula for me because I ended up losing about 50 some pounds uh, from doing that. So um, so you can absolutely do that. There are coupons for organic products. There's pretty much anything you want uh, to consume there's a way to save money on it okay and how do you go about obviously products only have a certain amount of shelf life so how do you go about obviously when we talk about produce it's it's only going to have a certain shelf life how do you get around that obviously do you look at more of say frozen frozen produce and things like that you're absolutely right. So uh, I've actually done a lot of research and reporting, as it were, on how to get more healthy food in your house and not burn through it real fast. Because unfortunately, one one subject that I'm a big fan of or that I'm very passionate about is is helping to end uh, or minimize, reduce food waste because we throw away so much food. And unfortunately, produce is one of those items that, that that people around the world end up throwing away a lot of produce that they really don't need to. And so what's really important is that you, yes, that you use your food storage and your freezing, uh, your freezer more intelligently. And so you know, really, there are very few foods that can't be frozen. And according to the USDA, uh, any food that is kept frozen, and it's at zero degrees, is safe forever. It's It does not go, it does not spoil in the sense that it becomes unhealthy to eat. Uh, it will degrade in food quality in some cases if you're not storing it right. And of course, everything does have a shelf life, and so it can't last forever. But you know what? Bananas. <laughs> look, when I buy bananas, uh, they're, let's see, that's like they're green, green, two green, two green, two green. Oh no, I've got like eight hours to eat it. Oh, now they're brown. <laughs> you know, it's like you've got that window. So what you want to do is you really have to be, you have to watch what's going on in your refrigerator, on the shelf, and you just can't let that stuff go bad. Um, so it means doing a couple of Google searches and looking up and seeing, you know, how 
how do I store this stuff? And look, there's only one vegetable that I know of that really doesn't do well in the freezer. You can freeze pretty much every single vegetable on the planet. The only and fruit and vegetable, and the only one I know that it doesn't it just doesn't work out is lettuce. I mean, there's really nothing you can do with lettuce. It's just too high in in water content, uh, and you just really can't do anything. I take baby, I freeze baby spinach because I'll use that in green smoothies later. So I freeze bananas, I freeze green, uh, green spinach, and uh, I, I do a lot of green smoothies with that. Add in a bunch of other you know, protein and some other things that I need, and I always have spinach on hand. And um, you, know, to, you know, if you're making a smoothie with it, it doesn't matter if it was frozen or fresh. So now on that note, you asked, I really love this question because you know, should you then consider buying more produce and vegetables that are frozen? And my answer is yes. And here's the reason why. Now, the highest quality produce that one can buy would be freshly picked out of their own garden with no pesticides. It's organic. It's healthy. It's good for you. That's like the number one thing you could get. Well, you know, through the marvels of uh, of freight and, you know, how food manufacturing works today, most produce departments in the modern grocery store, you know, unless you're, uh, you know, maybe in a quaint rural area and, you know, or you've got a great uh, source with a farmer's market, something like that, most of the produce that you're going to get in your modern grocery store, well, it's sourced all over the planet. And so what ends up happening is that these produce. These items are picked very early in the ripening season. They're sprayed with ethylene gases, um, which isn't necessarily, it's not illegal, but it's like, you know, do you really want to consume that many chemicals? Um, And then they're shipped halfway around the country, halfway across the world, wherever it may be. And so then they're put on the grocer's shelf to ripen there. So what ends up happening is because they're picked so early in the ripening season, they haven't developed their full spectrum of nutrients. And so again, what we want is produce that's picked when it's more mature, so we get that full nutrients. And of course, if it's minimally processed and you know sprayed with, you know, treated with fewer chemicals, that's better. Well, guess what? That's what you find in the frozen food section. A manufacturer would rather wait until that tomato is at its, you know, at its more ripe uh, because it's more substance than that they can sell. And so, um, you know, canned goods, there's, you know, there's some downside to canned goods. I, I am a fan of frozen, frozen produce whenever possible because what ends up happening is it's picked later in the ripening season. It's then flash frozen, which again, according to research, has shown to have very little to no uh, impact on the nutrient density of that product. So again, I'm a huge fan of frozen produce for the number one reason. Number one, it's healthier. Number two, it lasts a lot longer. And I don't want people throwing away healthy, fresh. I don't want people throwing away fresh or, you know, produce because that stuff's good for you. And I don't want you wasting your money. And I want you to eat lots of healthy food. Yeah, it's a good point. That's something I didn't actually know about uh, how they actually um, come about freezing it as opposed to um, uh, the normal way of bringing it from the, the, well, Say for example, vegetables from from the field to to the mm-hmm. store. 
Yeah. yeah, here in the United States, uh, and I especially, you know, I live in Florida, so we get a lot of our produce from South America or, you know, Mexico or south of the border. Um, and so, you know, it's it's being shipped on boats, planes, trains, automobiles. It comes from a far, you know, comes from far away. And I'm not saying that that's bad, but just the fact that you need all of that extra time, um, something has to give. Uh, and so, unfortunately... You know, it ends up being, um, you know, just the, the quality of the food. Uh, again, it looks really nice in your local grocery store, you know, in the produce section. It looks nice. It feels fresh. It feels healthy. Um, but, y- again, you might consider going to the other side of the store and going up and down the frozen food section instead. Save money. And, by the way, oh, my gosh, you can save so much money. I, I buy bags of vegetables for $0.07 cents a piece. You can get so many coupons for fruits and vegetables if you go to the frozen food section or the canned good aisles uh, and you buy it there because those are those manufacturers put out a lot of coupons. Chiquita bananas, they don't really put out too many coupons. They don't, you know, fresh apples, they don't put out too many coupons for that. So you have to, you know, you kind of have to work the system a little bit in order to get what you want. And this is a great way to do that. It's definitely a good one. It's well, it's probably something. It's probably the same in the U.S. as opposed as it is over in the U.K. They they'd rather well the stores they'd rather send you to the like the end of the aisles where they can and you know like where they've got deals on for X, Y, and Z rather than where they won't make as much money. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a that's a well known um, retailer trick is to get people to you know travel all over the store so that they'll walk by all of those impulse uh, retail opportunities, and then you know again hopefully there'll be a bunch of unplanned purchases. Well, you know, and that's a real thing because seventy five percent of all purchases at the grocery store are unplanned. In other words, people may have an idea for what they kind of want to buy, or they know that they just need food for their family. And so that's what they end up buying. And so as a result, well, that's where all the profit comes from. And so I want to make sure my mission is to make sure that when people go into the grocery store, nothing is unplanned. We know exactly what we want. We've got our coupons in hand that we printed from, you know, from our computer at home, and we get the lowest price on everything. And you end up, you know, I love it when I get a receipt that shows that I got $100 worth of groceries and I only spent like 30 bucks. I mean, that's just such an intoxicatingly good feeling that I, you know, I, I just want that for everybody. <laughs> well, it's, it's like it's, you want to save as much money as you can. So it's, it's quite an um, invigorating feeling to see that you've made those savings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like uh, Christmas every day. So from your point of view, would you say for people not only to, if they can get access to those coupons, to definitely plan in advance uh, on what they what they need from their shop, but maybe plan ahead, look at it from a more nutritional side of point of view, planning their meals out in advance if they can, so they know why I need this for a specific meal and plan in advance and get those groceries like that, if you know what I mean. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Michael, uh, James, I'm sorry. I just want to make sure I understand what was the question. It's 
for having people coming in, having doing the prep beforehand, say having a list, for example, as well as the coupons before they go in the store. Yeah. It's about, you know, being mindful and just being aware and, and being a smart, conscious shopper is, is really what I advocate. Uh, I don't like lazy shopping because lazy shopping results in spending a lot more money. And you know what? Even if it's an extra 40 bucks that you save, uh, you know, just because you printed out a few coupons and you made a couple of decisions that you wouldn't have normally, hey, $40 is a, that's, you know, that's a decent dinner out with someone. And uh, I'd love for you to have that experience rather than not have that experience because, you know, your grocery budget busted your overall budget. Okay. And then are you a person that would, um, oh, I'm trying to think of the word, look at planning, do you, well, I'll, I'll phrase it a different way. Would you look to plan your meals in advance and pre-plan what you're going to have throughout that week before you go go shopping. Yes. So there's a few reasons why you want to do that. Now, I will just say that when you have more food at home, like, for example, last night I made orange chicken, and it was a new recipe, never made it before. It was absolutely freaking delicious. <laughs> so I was, I'm like, my mouth is watering just thinking about it because I've got leftovers downstairs. <laughs> um, and um, so I went through the ingredients. I'm like, you know, I've got everything. And that was really cool. There was one thing that I didn't have. And uh, it was, yeah, orange marmalade or something like that, which in the UK, I suspect that that, that might be more likely to have that. Uh, at- oh, well, I don't, I don't have it in, in the house, but to be able to access it, that sh- that, that'd be quite easily to find. Yeah, right, right. So there was only, there was, I only needed one item out of an ingredient list of like 15, 16 different items. And I was going through, I'm like, I got the, you know, the rice vinegar. I, I, there was some pretty obscure ingredients. I'm like, I got it, got it, got it, got it. You know, so that's cool because I want people to not have to. Now, thankfully, my local grocery store isn't too far away. So I was happy running to get that one item, but running to get that. But here's the thing. When I went to the store, it wasn't on sale. So we want to avoid this. Thankfully, it was only one item. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know better not to go in and buy, put a bunch of other things in my cart. Because again, this is where we get hosed. You need that one item, you go to the store, and you end up throwing all this other stuff in your cart. Don't do that, right? We want to make sure that you've, you've got that. Now, to answer to your question, should we, uh, as, you know, busy people, maybe, you know, maybe you're an athlete and you absolutely, you know, have, you're working, you've got your workout schedule, you've got your training schedule, you've got, uh, you know, everything else that needs to get done. How do you fit meals in? Well, um, you know, you could either eat out all the time, but that's the most expensive way to eat. That's, that's more expensive than, you know, buying everything that you need every single day. D- d- you know, eating out is a, incredibly expensive. So we want to not do that as often as we really want to avoid that whenever possible. So planning your meals in advance uh, is absolutely the best way to save yourself time throughout the week. So if you can have a three-hour block on Sunday, 
And Sunday is when I try to plan some meals. You know, I get things, I prep some stuff, I identify, okay, I've got this, this, and this, and that, because I know every Monday is when I do my shopping. And so if I've got maybe some recipes that I've been wanting to try, you know, what am I craving? I want to help make sure that what, what, what we want to avoid is the dreaded cycle. We see this a lot with busy moms and dads uh, who are working and they say, oh, dinner. Oh, I forgot. What am I going to make for dinner? And then they either go through the drive-through and that's unfortunate. Uh, or, you know, they, they stop by the grocery store and they just pick up a frozen whatever. And they then, you know, look, I'm busy. I just know how that gets. But if again, if you could just spend an extra if you you can do all of your meal planning and all of your meal prep in one day, in one, you know, one to three hour, but you don't have to spend three hours doing this. But if you spend one hour maybe prepping some stuff. And so, for example, I actually scramble a bunch of eggs for my daughter because she wakes up earlier than any of us for high school. Um, so I'll make eggs and I'll make at least three days worth of scrambled eggs with other stuff I put in there. They're in little containers. Boom. She puts them in the microwave. 60 seconds. She's out the door. Um, I make steel cut oatmeal for me and I make a whole week's worth of that because I love it. And, uh, you know, by the time, you know, Thursday comes along, you know, I just add some mix, you know, some different mixed stuff in there, maybe some granola or whatever, and boom, and I've got breakfast there. I don't like uh, people having to spend, you know, 30 to 45 minutes in meal prep every single day. There's no need for that. It eats up a lot of time. And unfortunately, I think when we're, um, you know, scrambling to uh, to make that food, uh, we, we end up maybe not making the best food choices just because time is now our enemy. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely the case. Now it's people are probably taking shortcuts and getting that convenience food, obviously either eating out, uh, getting ready meals and kind of moving away from the getting, well, the, the back to what was basically the stable diet of normal food. Fruit, fruit, veg, and then yeah. pro, um, meat and things like that. Yeah. So I think we will wrap it up there. Um, Josh, um, thanks very much for coming on the show. My pleasure. I, I look. I love talking about this stuff, and um, you know, certainly I've got a lot of free stuff. Um, you're welcome to go to savingsangel.com, um, particularly for those in North America. It works a little bit better. Um, you, we have a free coupon database that you can use, um, and uh, certainly, no matter where you are in the world, please check out our blog because we put a lot of research and work into what we write to make sure. And if there's a topic on anything you want to learn in terms of saving money in any area of your life, just do a search on our blog, on our website. Chances are we've done a lot of research. We do. We, we spend, you know, we really break out the calculator. We do a lot of price comparison shopping. We try to drill down and find out the facts behind the hype. Um, and we try to undo a lot of the damage that uh, that retailers and manufacturers do in terms of getting us to buy stuff at prices that we really don't need to. So, um, and again, that's at savingsangel.com. Lots of savings, one angel. And then if anybody wanted to connect with you on social media, Josh, what what's the best way to get in contact with you? 
oh, just go to my website, Savings Angel, and then scroll down to the bottom. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on all the I'm on all the fa- all, all the uh, social media channels, particularly Twitter. I'm a big Twitter guy. Okay then. So that was good. So it's definitely it's definitely I've listened to Josh's podcast briefly. It's definitely worth a listen to. There's some great stuff on there. And well, like Josh said, it don't matter where you are in the world. This, you'll get at least something from it. Yeah, James, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. If you wanted some bonus content, I have now set up a Facebook group where you can interact with both the guests and I. The name of this so-called group is Mindset Game. So why not come over and check it out for yourself? And before I forget, I would really appreciate it if you would be so kind as to leave a short review in iTunes as it helps to get the podcast more notoriety and it will be more visible in future to others and thus helping more people, which my guests and I are all about. Once again, thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time for another episode of the Mindset Game Podcast. (laughs) 